cause her to have a new spine. I'm releasing my anointing of dunamis. I'm back to dunamis again. I'm going to go through. I'm going to go back and forth to these two anointings, and I'm going to get the job completely done. Welcome to the Healing Your Soul podcast with Katie Souza. This program is designed for those eager for the supernatural to flow in their lives, as well as to have a healthy soul. Would you join Katie as she shares from scripture and experience the critical importance of a well soul? We've got a great new episode planned for you, so let's dive into today's show. Have you guys ever read Matthew 10? where it says that Jesus called his disciples together and he gave them power and authority to drive out demons and heal the sick. I'm sure you've all read that, right? Have you ever wondered what the difference was? It says he gave them power and authority. Isn't that kind of like the same thing? Actually, it's not. Those are two different Greek words and they are two, actually two different kinds of anointings. And they both do unique things, but they both work perfectly together. And it's actually necessary for us to be operating in them both. So let me explain to you what these two anointings do so that you can begin to understand them better and you can begin to walk in them better and execute them better and have a full knowledge and use of them because of the revelation you're going to receive. It says that Jesus called his 12 disciples together and he gave them Power and authority. The word power there is the Greek word dunamis. The word authority there is the Greek word exosia. So let's talk about it. You already know a lot about dunamis. He gave them power, which is dunamis. Two of the meanings of that are the power to perform miracles and excellent of soul, which means that Jesus gave his disciples the same thing he had. Remember in Acts 10 it said that God anointed Jesus with power, which is dunamis. And he went around doing good, healing all those that were oppressed of the devil. So Jesus had the power to perform miracles because of this anointing of dunamis. And he also had the ability to heal people in their souls, make them excellent of soul because of dunamis. Well, he gave that same anointing to his disciples, which meant that Peter, James, John, all the disciples, they all had the ability to do the miraculous, the power to perform a miracle because they possessed the dunamis anointing. They also had the ability to heal people in their souls, even themselves in their souls, because they possessed the anointing of dunamis, and it means excellent of soul. So they had power. Jesus gave it to them, but they also had authority. What is that? It is the Greek word exosia. And let me explain to you what it means. When you look up the Greek word exosia in the Strong's Concordance, there's a lot going on there. It it basically says that this is a very powerful heaven's governmental anointing. Now, I'm just going to focus on one aspect of exosia so that you can simply understand it at its very base level. If you look up in the Strong's, and uh, I think it's definition number four, it says that it means this, the power of him whose will and commands must be submitted to by others and obeyed. So see, exosia is the power that causes demonic spirits to submit to you and obey you when you give a command. When you command a demon to bow in the name of Jesus, it's exosia that's released. That's the power that accompanies that command. 
If you lose someone of a spirit of infirmity in the name of Jesus, exosia is released. It's the power that forces that spirit of infirmity to leave that person. If you command a mountain to move in the name of Jesus, it's exosia that is released, and it forces that mountain to move, amen, in the name of Jesus. That's what exosia is. That's one of the meanings. It means the power of him whose will and commands must be submitted to by others and obeyed. Where does exosia come from? It comes just like dunamis from Jesus Christ. Remember, through the resurrection of Christ, dunamis was made available to all believers. Amen? Well, it's the same thing with exosia. You see, Jesus Christ possessed all authority, all exosia in both heaven and earth. That's what Matthew 28 says. It says, and Jesus came and spoke unto them and saying, all power, exosia, is given unto me in heaven and earth. So Jesus carried the full measure of this anointing called exosia. The Father gave him it gave him every bit of authority in both heaven and in earth. So Jesus possessed it all. And one of the many things Jesus did with it is he used it to make demons obey his commands. Listen. Mark 1 says this. This is a story where Jesus is in the synagogue, and it says that there was a man with an unclean spirit, and he cried out, saying, Let us alone. What have you to do with us, Jesus of Nazareth? Are you come to destroy us? I know thee, you are out the Holy One of God. And Jesus rebuked him, saying, Hold thy peace and come out of him. And when the unclean spirit had torn the man, he cried with a loud voice and he came out of him. So it says that Jesus gave this spirit several commands. He rebuked the spirit, he told him to hold his peace, and he commanded him to come out of the man, and the spirit obeyed him. Why did that spirit obey Jesus? Well, everybody will look at you and say, well, it's because he's Jesus. Wrong answer. Do you remember what Philippians and even Hebrews says about Jesus? In Philippians 2, it says, Jesus stripped himself of all privileges and rightful dignity so as to assume the guise of a servant, a slave, and that he became like men and was born a human being. See, Jesus came to earth as a man. He got tired like a man. He got hungry like a man. He got thirsty like a man. He came to earth as a man without sin. He had to, otherwise he could not have been the atoning sacrifice for the rest of mankind. Jesus came here to earth as a man without sin. Why do you think he did that? He did that for several reasons. For one, to be the atoning sacrifice for us, but for two, to show us that whatever he did, he did as a man, which means we could do it too. Amen? So when you see him rebuking demons, it means we can do it too. When you see him healing the sick, it means we can do it too. When we see him doing miracles, signs, and wonders, it means we can do it too. Because he came as a man to show us that we as men could do whatever he could do. In fact, he said, greater things than these shall you do. Amen? What gave the man named Jesus the power to command demons was this anointing of exosia that the Father gave him. It says when Jesus was in that synagogue, he, quote, rebuked that spirit, saying, hold thy peace, come out of him. And when the unclean spirit had torn him and cried out with a loud voice, he came out of the man. So here is the answer in the next verse of how Jesus, the son of man here on earth, was able to force that demon to obey him. It says, and the people were all amazed when this happened. 
insomuch as they question among themselves, saying, what thing is this? What new doctrine is this? For with authority, exosia, he commandeth even the unclean spirits. Remember, exosia means the power of him whose will and commands, whose will and commands must be obeyed by others. You see, when Jesus, as a man, commanded that demon to leave, the power that was released was exosia, and that demon was forced to obey Jesus, the man's commands. Do you understand? All right. Here's the cool part. God gave it to Jesus. Jesus gives it to us. Matthew 10 says, And Jesus summoned his 12 disciples, and he gave them power, dunamis, and authority, Exosia. Are you a disciple? So you get power, dunamis, exosia, authority. To what? Drive out unclean spirits and to heal the sick. Amen? So now when we say a command, like bow in the name of Jesus, be gone in the name of Jesus, I cast you out in the name of Jesus, it's exosia that is released when we speak that command. And that power of exosia forces the evil spirits to obey our command. When we say bow, they bow. When we say be bound, they are bound. But notice this. When we give the command, we do it differently than Jesus did it in that story. When we say the command, we say it in the name of Jesus. Why? Because remember what Matthew 28 says, that God gave Jesus all exosia, and he gives it to us, Right? So all of it belongs to Jesus, and so we have to say his name when we make a command because it's his name that gives us the right to receive it, carry it, and release it. Now, why is this important? Why am I pointing this out? Why do you need to know this? Because it's said that Jesus gave the disciples power, which is dunamis, and authority, which is exosia. You see, you need them both. Why? Think about it. Let's say, uh, like, the woman bowed over with the spirit of infirmity, right? She's got a spirit on her, but she's also got a wound in her soul, right? Because that word infirmity means weakness and infirmity of the body and of the soul. So she's sick in her body, she's sick in her soul, and she's got a spirit on her. What would you need to get rid of that? Well, let's see. What would you do first? You go, well, let's get rid of the wound in the soul, Right? So I think I'll go and first I'm going to pray that dunamis, the dunamis anointing I'm carrying, will be released on that woman. So I'm going to pray, first of all, I'm going to get rid of that infirmity in your soul. So I just release my dunamis anointing right now. And I pray that you would become excellent of soul because that's what dunamis means. And I release that resurrection dunamis power right now and you're going to be healed in your soul in the name of Jesus. You are infirmed in your soul no more. So bam, your dunamis anointing heals the wound in the soul, right? Now that wound is gone. Well, now let's get rid of that spirit that's making her sick, right? So then you go, now I'm going to release my exosia. I command you, spirit of infirmity, to leave in the name of Jesus. And then that governmental power is released, and it forces that demon to obey your command. And then you say, now I'm going to release dunamis again. Power to perform a miracle, Lord. Now heal her spine. Fix the damage that that spirit has done to her. Cause her to have a new spine. I'm releasing my anointing of dunamis. I'm back to dunamis again. I'm going to go through. I'm going to go back and forth to these two anointings, and I'm going to get the job completely done. Do you understand? See, if you just had dunamis, you could heal the soul wound. 
You could perform a miracle in the body, but that spirit would, try, would stay there as long as it could until you kicked it out with the power of exosia because that's what forces demons to submit to your commands in the name of Jesus. Now, if you only had exosia, you'd go in there and you'd be commanding and commanding and commanding that demon to go, but it wouldn't have to go. It wouldn't have to bow to the command in the name of Jesus because it had a legal right to still be there because there was still a wound in the soul and you didn't know about dunamis. So you weren't getting the soul healed. You were just exercising your exosia anointing. I believe that's what the church has been doing. The church has been commanding demons to leave. They've been releasing this anointing of exosia and commanding demons to bow and commanding demons to leave and commanding demons to be cast out in the name of Jesus. And the demon's not going because they weren't using the other anointing Jesus wants you to have dunamis do you understand what I'm saying to you see you don't see it happening but that's what's happening in the spirit different mode different anointing soul healing mode what anointing is that dunamis command mode what anointing is that exosia creative miracle mode what is that dunamis do it again soul healing mode Command mode. Miracle mode. You need them all? You get it? You need both. Let's walk through the complete steps for healing the soul. Do you remember how we start? We always begin with the blood. Leviticus 17 says it's the blood that atones for the soul. That's what the blood does. It washes away the sin that wounds your soul. Remember, the Bible is clear. Sin wounds us. In Isaiah 30, 26, it says that God heals the brokenhearted and binds up their wounds that came because of their sin. Sin wounds us. And it is the blood that washes away the sin in our souls. So let's start with the blood. Pray with me now. Say, Lord Jesus, I repent for any sin that I committed that wounded my soul. I know your blood atones for every sin in me. So wash me clean of every trespass, every transgression, every iniquity, every rebellion, every sin of unforgiveness, and every sin, both known and unknown. In the name of Jesus, I decree your blood is going back in time to every place that I or my ancestors may have sinned. Send your blood all the way back to the garden and wash away every sin throughout time in my family line. I apply the power of the cross right now to my soul. I decree that I am forgiven. In the name of Jesus, amen. Okay, now part of the process of getting your soul healed for your breakthrough is to forgive people. No matter what they've done to you, when you do that, you're gonna get the healing. So let's pray again together. 
say, Lord Jesus, I forgive anyone that has sinned against me. No matter what that sin was, I know my breakthrough is going to come when I forgive. I believe you. You will bring me into freedom as I walk through this with you. So I forgive every person that has hurt me, cheated me, abused me, robbed me, talked about me, criticized me, abandoned me. I forgive anyone that has rejected me, hated me, betrayed me, deceived me, or neglected me. I release the power of the cross into every one of these situations. And I repent for any unforgiveness I've held on to. And I ask that you would cleanse me of it right now by the power of your blood, in Jesus' name, amen. Now, we're not gonna stop there, are we? Because we need both the cross and the resurrection. Sin has wounded our soul and dunamis power from the resurrection is going to heal those wounds. Remember what Paul said in Philippians 3.10, I wanna know him, meaning Christ, and the power of his resurrection. That word power is the Greek word dunamis, which according to the Strong's means the power to perform a miracle and excellence of soul. This power that comes from the resurrection has the ability to heal your physical body and to heal your wounded soul as well. Remember in Acts 10:38, it said that God anointed Jesus with power, which is dunamis, and he used that power to heal everyone that was oppressed of the devil. So let's apply that power now to receive your healing. Pray with me. Just say, Lord Jesus, I decree the same power that you used to heal people in their bodies and their souls lives in me. I've been resurrected with you. So dunamis power lives in my spirit. I release it right now into my wounded soul and into my physical body. I decree every wound inside of me that came from sin or trauma is being healed right now by resurrection dunamis power. Now just continue to say this with me. Say, I am excellent of soul. I am excellent of soul. I am excellent of soul and I have the power to perform a miracle in my physical body as well. Say, I decree that dunamis is healing every sickness, every disease, and every disorder in my soul and my body right now in Jesus' name. I'm being healed in soul and body in the name of Jesus, amen. Now let's do our last step. This is where we release Christ's authority in us by speaking the name of Jesus. When we speak the name of Jesus, it releases the anointing of exosia that Christ gives to all his disciples. Remember, the word exosia means the power of him whose will and commands 
must be submitted to and obeyed. So your soul just got healed by dunamis. Now, as you say the name of Jesus, demons will have to submit to your command. Okay, are you ready? Let's pray together. Say, in the name of Jesus, I release the exosia anointing I'm carrying right now. Jesus gave it to me, so every spirit afflicting my soul, my body, and any other part of my life must go now. In Jesus' name, I decree to every demonic assignment, you must obey my command now. In the name of Jesus, keep on praying with me. Just say, I command you to leave right now. In Jesus' name, loose me. In Jesus' name, go. In the name of Jesus, take with you every disease and every affliction that you put on me. I break your assignments right now in the mighty name of Jesus. Say it again, in Jesus' name, amen. Thanks for joining us for today's episode. We'd love to stay connected with you and invite you to the conversation beyond this podcast. You can stay up to date with what we're doing at katiesouza.com or on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and YouTube. Be sure to drop us a comment in the review section if today's show has impacted you in any way or if there's anything you'd like to hear more of. Thanks for spending your time with us. God bless.